Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to this, the next episode of the Miles Younger podcast, the only podcast that can knock 10 years off you in under 30 minutes. Thanks so much for all the lovely feedback uh, that we've been having on the episodes. And don't forget to uh, rate us or leave a review because it really, really helps. So thank you very much. And coming up today. I've noticed a lot of men plucking their eyebrows in, in the gym after a, a You've session. seen them pluck their eyebrows I in have, the gym? yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's... Tom Rowley, he's editor of Healthy for Men magazine, uh, for whom I write my uh, regular grooming Bible column in every issue. So he is a great person to talk to about how men's attitudes are changing to looking good and how much further will they go. Plus, on the Mars Younger counter, we're looking at hair thickening products, ones that really work. Uh, and on the Mars Younger Truth this week, my key to managing stress, one of the major factors in ageing. But first, men's fitness, health and grooming has never been bigger. Men have traditionally had to care less, I guess, about looking great as they age. But um, is all that changing? Well, I caught up with Tom Rowley. He's editor of Healthy for Men magazine. Thank you for having me, Stuart. <laughs> well, so do you know what? to be here. Um, for anyone who hasn't picked up that magazine and, and seen a picture of you, uh, I just want to uh, say he is everything that you would expect the editor <laughs> of Healthy for Men magazine uh, to be. Um, you, you clearly work out a lot. Uh, how many times a week do you work out? Um, so I work out five to six times a week, uh, every every morning really before I go to work. Five to six times a week? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's quite obsessive really. I'm, I'm, um, but but I'm, I'm in, in that environment all the time and it's constantly pushed in my face. You know, I work with Hollander Barrett very closely and I've got all these supplements and things constantly. So I'm, I need to make the most of this. You know, this is a good opportunity for me to to um, just work out all the time and, and, and be a, a gym nut. So that's what I've become. Are you vain? Um, am I vain? Uh, I'm very insecure. Um, ever so insecure, actually. Um, that was supposed to be a fun question and now I feel a bit awkward. No, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think... Um, I think everyone's insecure, aren't they, really? Yeah, no, it's um, true. It's I'm true. just... Uh, I, quite candid about it quite happy yeah. to talk about it um am i vain yeah i suppose i am a little bit vain as well. yeah <laughs> is it no it's funny isn't it because um you know it's it's good to admit that because i suppose we all are really mm. i mean god i would because at the end of the day i i, I don't want to go out looking awful um but you're absolutely right to say it's kind of about insecurity as well isn't it and i think men in particular they just don't like to admit that, do they? No, they don't. I mean, I think I often justify it that I'm doing some sort of functional thing. 
And there's that element of it is, is there. You know, I want to work out so I can be strong, I can feel good, I can lift things, I can help people out with, you know, moving or whatever. I don't do much physical work really because I'm, I'm a journalist. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that's there. But ultimately, no. I mean, if that wasn't there, I would still do it, you know. Um, so yeah, but I think vanity and insecurity are intrinsically linked, I think. But also there's nothing wrong with a bit of vanity. You know, I always say like... Uh, and in terms of how guys look, you know, you've you've got to you've got to admit that. Uh, and and sometimes, I mean, what about your mates? How how do they react to you working out five or six mornings a week? Is that something that they're okay with, or are there times when they'll be like, oh, for God's sake, Tom, you know, like you know, when you're you're going to go home mm-hmm. early because you know you, don't, you just miss tomorrow morning. It's fine, you know, yeah. you look okay. Some people like that, but I think my closest friends are just very supportive of you know I'm their friend that does that do you know what I mean and they and they like that I think I think it you know you're um, like a role model to your mates I, I guess so in a way um I suppose uh, <laughs> but I think it's more like it's not it's a bit of a um a bit of a novelty I suppose to have you know you'd like to have a diverse group of friends not many of my friends do that at all um they're quite health conscious but some of them are much more into their their food than they are their, their nutrition you know and, and their beer than they are their their working out so yeah um but yeah I think it is a bit of a novelty and it's also nice to have someone there that uh will train you when you want to get a bit fit as well when you want to you know look different or, or whatever it is you want and I'm always happy to do that I love working with people and I love training people and uh, it's good fun so we uh, we call this podcast how to age well and um, obviously now you are uh, 30 I am yes 30 um, how do you think that regime is going to change as you get older and does it worry you in terms of where your body is now as opposed to where it's going to be in 10 years, 15 mm-hmm. years, 20 years time. It does. Um, and I think about it a lot. That's why it, it's bad to be obsessed with with going to the gym. And if that's your only thing, because it's going to, at some point, it's going to start to wear you down and you're going to look like crap. Um, I meet a lot of men that, that um, have been going to the gym for 30, 40 years, you know, local gyms, uh, and they do appear a bit weathered because they've spent a lot of time in basements, uh, no fresh air, and, you know, they, they've really hammered their bodies, hammered their joints. And um, so, yeah, my personal routine, I'll do less heavy weights, you know, I'll do more cardio, I'll get into hit classes a bit more, maybe talk, take up a a new sport or something like that, something that will keep me fresh and energetic. And um, I think uh, just lifting all the time, uh, it, it will have a, quite a, uh, an unattractive effect on, on my face. And, uh, <laughs> well, I wrote a column else. for your magazine about that, didn't you I? You did, which inspired, uh, <laughs> inspired my future plans. So. <laughs> yeah, because there is an obsession, I think, uh, amongst guys um, about their bodies and they can often forget about their faces. Mm. Um and actually the face is what the world sees every day isn't it as opposed to your six pack that's right and that's what you, that's what you um, so eloquently put in, in your uh, in your column um, and it's true you know people look at your, your eyes and your, and your eyebrows your skin um, and yeah I, I haven't put enough thought into that you know I don't use enough products I mean I have done more so recently uh, I think since we've been in conversation and uh, you know I've been uh, printing your column which is fantastic it's um it is really inspirational. Available in all good Holland and Barrett's now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, yeah I, I put a lot more thought into it these days. Um, I don't do enough. 
but I hope that I will eventually get to a point where I'm an, I'm an expert like yourself yeah. and maybe I'll have I'll, I'll carry the, the, the baton when you're uh, when you're at the gym um, which obviously you are frequently have you mm. noticed any changes in terms of uh, men's grooming because it's clearly that moment obviously you've worked out you've showered and then obviously there goes the kind of mm. the, the, the bit of men's grooming that people will do before they go and face the outside world have you noticed a change in in that in terms of what guys are doing and how much guys are using i've noticed a lot of men plucking their eyebrows in, in the gym after a, a you've a seen them pluck their eyebrows I in have, the gym yes Whoa. yeah, yeah. Oh uh, but i think that's reasonably uh well accepted in the gyms that i've been to um, the gym that I go to now is called Titan Gym in Hackney, and it's very much an old school, rusty iron. Um, you know, everything's a little bit knackered. Uh, it's my kind of gym. You know, I like it. I like it. It's got real character to it. Um, the guys in there don't uh, generally pluck their eyebrows or, or put moisturiser on after the, after the gym there. But they're you know they're sort of uh, most people are sort of late forties, I would say, around that kind of age. Um, so it's it's different. It's a different vibe. Yeah, it's a much different vibe. Yeah, very different. Um, but still, I think with those with those guys, um, they, they certainly seem uh, more. Um, image conscious than than they have than they have done in previous years um yeah absolutely uh especially with the way men smell um most blokes come with their deodorant and make sure you know which, which is obviously it's great it's um uh you know it's very considerate uh you know so some gyms i've been to uh it just stinks of bo mm. and it makes you not want to stay there no, or, or work exactly. out near to anyone yeah. so do you think um that guys are doing this because they really want to or do you think some of it is down to the fact that they feel it's now more expected of them because for example women are much more tuned into this their other halves are or if they want to attract a woman or, or another guy whatever it is they feel they have to look this way now that's certainly part of it yes but I think also it's, it's you know it makes you feel better and I think men are starting to realise it does make you feel better to look better to take more more care and um you know, it's 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 a pack mentality. I think if you've got more men around you that are doing that, okay, well that's acceptable. I'm going to do it too. Oh, I feel pretty good about the way I look now. I'm, you know, and you see men on Instagram, the biggest um, your bodybuilding profiles on on Instagram, they, they look like they've taken a lot of care in, in their skin and their face. And you know, people like Ryan Terry, um, who I met quite recently, who's um, he won the Arnold Award. Uh, he was. He came like I think it was like third in the Mr. Olympia, um, but he is clearly very well groomed. Uh, he clearly uses a lot of product on his uh, on his facial hair, on his his, his skin, and um, he's one of the biggest influence, influencers for for men who are looking to get into fitness and, and health and uh, uh, look after their bodies. So. If he's the uh, the the role model, then men are naturally going to start taking more care in, in, in their, their appearance, certainly. We'll hear more from Tom on men's attitudes to ageing and looking good after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On the Miles Younger counter this week, we're talking hair thickening products and we're talking ones that work. So this is, I guess, mainly aimed at guys who tend to suffer from that kind of that thinning hair. But these, these products work great for women as well but as this is an episode we've been talking about men a lot i thought it'd be good to focus on this and if you want to really add effective thickness and disguise thinning hair then you need something more than just say a shampoo or a conditioner you need something that's going to have impact and hair thickening fibers are brilliant they actually attach themselves to your hair like well like tiny needles along every hair shaft giving the illusion that your hair is thicker fuller and also hides any areas of that see-through scalp thing which is an issue nanogen hair fibers are a great example of this effective product they cost around 18 pound per month supply and as these fibers are colored it's quite a good idea to buy a, a couple of colors near your natural tone so you can kind of mix it up a bit which gives a more natural look a cheaper option is Schwarzkopf got to be volumizing styling powder. Again, if you sprinkle this in at the roots and rubbed in really well, it will give your hair a thicker and more voluminous appearance. Uh, it costs around £4 a tub. And finally, a really great tip for instant thickness, and something I discovered recently, is try dry shampoo. You know, the stuff you find in aerosol canisters, but like hairspray. Uh, Batiste Dry Shampoo Plus Heavenly Volume works really well. You just literally spray a tiny bit in it instantly thickens and also mattifies your hair and i've had some great results with this product and it's really good if you've got fine or limp hair provides an instant boost if you're in a hurry be careful it can leave a white residue so you just kind of brush it through with your fingers and you're good to go it costs around four pounds for a canister let's get back to our chat with tom Rowley. he's editor of healthy for men magazine Stress is a, a, a major factor in aging, mm-hmm. and stress is something that uh, a lot of guys don't deal with particularly well, uh, mainly because they tend to bottle things up. Yeah. Um, is that something that you recognise in others, in your mates, in yourself? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I, I spoke to my friends recently about this, actually, and uh, asked them, do you feel like maybe uh, your mental health is at stake um, and most blokes, I think that you ask that question, but no, not at all. No, I'm not, because it's still that stigma of mental health, isn't there? I mean, stress is—we we all get stressed. Stress can be a good thing. Stress can be a bad thing, you know. Um, but it's a bad thing when uh, it's debilitating, you know, and it's stopping you from being who you want to be and, and doing what you want to do. Um, so yeah, and, and I think if we tackle that, if we create a dialogue about that, then we'll all be looking better and feeling better. So. Part of that dialogue is is surely quite simply uh, finding a mate and offloading. You know, a problem shared is a problem half. Yeah. So why, absolutely. Why, why don't we do that though? Why don't we do that? Um, yeah, it depends. I think a lot of blokes are too much caught up on on the banter of life, really. To which is. And great it's great to have that banter but you know it, it creates uh, an environment where there's no space for uh, a dialogue about yourself and about your feelings you know when we talk about stress it, or, or mental health you know, anxiety whatever it is we're talking about feelings and and i think traditionally those things um are something that men have swept un- under the rug you know and um yeah I, I i mean do you find it easy to talk to your friends about uh I, you know what, now yes, but not in the past. And mm. I really think that 
that part of it is that um, there's a lot of competitiveness amongst men, more mm-hmm. than we care to admit. And I think the problem is you've got to look at your mates and think, is this a mate that I can talk to? Or is be honest with you, is this a mate that I'm competing with? And if you're competing mm-hmm. with him, then you're not going to show uh, any sign of vulnerability. Exactly, yeah. And that's the thing, you, you make yourself vulnerable. And actually... You know, we, we, we can say, oh, you know, you should talk to people. And it's true, you should. But there is actually a real risk that you'll talk to someone and, you know, if it's, especially if it's a, a bloke, that they're going to, you know, take the piss or, or, or whatever. And um, that's, that's a real risk for a lot, a lot of blokes. And uh, in, in your head, if you're in competitive terms, then you become uh, lower down as, as vulnerable and they become the stronger. Exactly. Um, yeah. And this is where um, I think that men need to have a serious look at their relationships mm-hmm. and, and how they're formed because by being overly competitive you are absolutely allowing yourself to not share anything really um, and it, and it's debilitating um, and absolutely it's about finding those people that you can feel that you don't have to be competitive with mm-hmm. um, and that that's becoming easier but uh, with guys I, I really think that you know just Every environment you think about, uh, I mean, you play sport, don't you? Yeah. You well, I don't really play sport. Okay. That's the thing. Because I'm not a competitive person. I've never really been that caught up in the sort of toxic masculinity. Of th- I mean, I've got friends that, you know, they, they air that kind of, those kind of views and that kind of attitude. But me personally, no, I've not. I think I've been quite privileged because I'm not. I'm not competitive and I've never really played any sports uh, you know as a kid I was always up a tree somewhere or, or drawing something or writing a book or something like that um, so yeah I mean I, I'm competitive with myself you know I want to con- increase my personal best or that kind of thing but um, no I, I, I don't uh, I don't judge myself on, on um, my fellow man you know? well that's that's a remarkable and fantastic thing to hear because I really do think that's one of the uh, key things about um, aging well mm. is not being competitive about everything because with that become, with that brings you stress, mm. with that brings you unrealistic expectations, which when you don't reach, it can go either two ways. You can either uh, keep going to the point of obsession or mm. you can give up and become absolutely depressed and exactly. allow yourself to become... You know, God. I mean, we don't, we've all seen the, the guy who you know was our dad or our friend's dad become the couch potato, mm-hmm. and with lack of motivation, and and sometimes that that happens, doesn't it? It does happen. Yeah, um, I think it's important to realize it's not relative. You know, your wellness isn't relative to other people. It's um, the only thing it's relative to is is how you feel about yourself, and you know, are you how long are you going to live? Um, do you feel confident when you talk to people? Um, and you know, if, if that confidence is only based on how someone else looks or how someone else is presenting themselves, then um, I think you know, it's important to reevaluate that. And uh, and we should actually say here that as as uh, guys age, their hormones change as well. I mean, obviously everyone knows about females and the menopause, mm-hmm. but people don't less talk about the fact that uh, a man's testosterone. I can say that again, a man's testosterone, uh, will, <laughs> not easy to say, will change uh, and decrease as, as you get older. And, and that will have an impact on your motivation, mm-hmm. your sharpness, your mental clarity, uh, your body, how your body looks. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's important to realise that and to 
understand that uh, as you get older as a guy you will feel less motivated mm -hmm. and I'm afraid to say you will won't feel like going to the gym five or six days a week yeah. and if you do it'll be harder to do it and there's a, actually a physiological reason for that yeah yeah which absolutely is good to know isn't it it is good to know yeah it's quite liberating um, because yeah I do feel a lot of pressure to do I mean the pressure that I put on myself um, but I would like to relinquish that pressure at some point and, and, and relax into myself I hope I relax into myself when I'm when I'm about 14 yeah so, yeah well, well we'll come back and we'll fight don't go don't, I don't want you to see you on a sofa though you know doing nothing I don't want the <laughs> other extreme you know I don't want to come back and see you like Jim Royal yeah <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him yeah. He was like he was like the editor of Healthy for Men. It's yeah, yeah. like wow. This will be a really tragic uh, podcast episode when you listen back to it in ten years. Oh, and I, and I am Jim Royal. Oh, this will be like what <laughs> happened? What happened to him? Oh, uh, listen, uh, it's been great talking to you. Uh, really inspirational, I think, for for anyone who um, is is serious about their fitness, um, and um, obviously anyone who I don't know feels that. Um, they they could be doing a little bit more because that's maybe how we all feel at times isn't it we all feel we could be doing a little bit more definitely don't yeah. think you could be though <laughs> no <laughs> well maybe I could well, oh no, no don't even suggest it he's doing, you put the question in my already. head now. no thank you so much for, for talking to me Stuart it's been, it's been oh, great it's been and, great uh, really enjoyed it it's great um, yeah check out the Healthy for Men podcast um, it should be live now and uh, yeah pick up a copy of Healthy for Men magazine as well while you're at it yeah because I'm in there too yeah, Stuart Miles' column so. is, is liberating know. and very progressive for us men who struggle with our um, our, our grooming habits. So. Yeah, exactly. Nasal hair, not to be, no, no good. No. no. <laughs> uh, just before we finish, Tom, um, have you got any tips for people who, because, uh, you know, you look fantastic, you're 30, um, you've got a great body, and also you look, you, your face looks good as well. You clearly well, look did. after I'm blushing yourself. now. You're clear, well, you know, I've, 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 got, to, I've got to keep that column going. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you, can you just give us some tips and stuff for, for guys who, to take away um, who are, you know, yeah, they don't want to go mad with the grooming, you know, but they just really want to look after themselves. Yeah, I mean, I think for me personally, it, it, I hope it works. I hope this is part of it. But um, you know, I, I get a balance between between um, exertion and, and and relaxation. I think is really important because you know you need that exercise, you need that um, uh, that physical prowess to to give you energy and make you look more alert and look, make you look more presentable and and you know you, you'll carry yourself better when you talk to people because you've got all those endorphins and you've got that physical confidence as well um but then the other side of that is make sure you relax just do something for yourself every day spend at least a couple of hours um watching something that you enjoy or spending some time with someone who doesn't put any pressure on you um and make sure you keep good company i think i think that's amazing advice thank you Oh, thank you very much. In the Miles Younger Truth this week, I wanted to talk about stress and how to reduce it. I mean, we all know that stress is a major cause of ageing. You've only got to look at uh, President Obama. Do you remember he took office and literally within a few months he had grey hair? Uh, and without getting too scientific, uh, it all comes down to something called telomeres, which are basically the, the, the tips of the strands of DNA. And basically what happens is uh, cells divide over time, uh, they get damaged and these telomeres get shorter and they're a really good kind of an accurate marker of biological ageing if you like. And stress is one of the major causes of these telomeres fraying. So stress equals fray telomeres equals ageing and obviously grey hair for example is 
an obvious sign. So you've got to cut down on your stress. You've got to try and take the stress out of your life. And that's so much easier said than done. We all know that feeling when we take on too much, we feel under pressure. And also a lot of it is that we don't want to be seen to be failing. Here's a really simple thing I think you can do when you're looking at tasks in your life. Just ask yourself this question every time. Who am I trying to please here? And who actually benefits from this? Now, that might sound like quite a selfish thing to do, but have a think, for example, if you've got kids, right? And your two kids are having a fight and they're trying to say to you, look, sort this out. Can you sort this out? They want you to become mediator. Don't feel you have to fix it all the time. Step back. They'll sort it out in the end. You don't need to be there all the time to fix things. And it's not just, obviously, that's an example as a parent. It's everything. We tend to feel that sometimes we need to fix things when most things will actually fix themselves in the end. So try and stand back. Don't allow yourself to become anxious about these things because often someone else will make you feel anxious when actually there was no need to be. You know those kind of people who you'll feel fine and they'll come into a situation and all of a sudden you'll feel anxious and you never were before. I mean, that expression, there are fountains and drains, it's true. Look at your life, identify who those fountains are, identify who those drains are and try and avoid the drains. Try and step back from scenarios. Don't allow yourself to please everyone else all the time but not please yourself. We're not stressed naturally. We're just not. We don't wake up stressed. We allow ourselves to become stressed. So try not to allow yourself to do that. Obviously, there are techniques like mindfulness and relaxation techniques, which are important. But actually, tackling the causes of that stress in your life are as important because they will always be there unless you do something about it. Don't allow it. Stay calm. And the thing is, if you can stay calm through the stuff that doesn't matter, then when the stuff that does matter, when a real problem comes along or a real emergency comes along, your best place to deal with it, you'll have the energy, the motivation, you'll be able to swoop in and deal with it. And you won't be juggling 101 different things, probably more than half of which didn't actually matter in the first place. So try and sit down, ask yourselves those questions. It will really help you deal with life in, in a much more composed calm and relaxed fashion good luck with that <laughs> i've been trying to do it for a long time sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but it does help definitely that's it for this episode of the miles younger podcast don't forget to let me know what you think uh, you can leave uh, your comments in the review section and of course you can rate it as well and i'll see you next time 